it is a truth universally acknowledged that somewhere out, out there, there beneath the planet, I forgot the words which brings us to uh, the information on our next podcast which will be <laughs> singing songs we don't know all the words to <laughs> brought to you by Emma Woodhouse <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Okay, so welcome everyone to the Meeting Jane podcast. What's up, everybody? My name is Becky. And I'm Caleb. And guess what? It what? almost It's almost sad to say. Is it, though? <laughs> is it sad? Are you sure? <laughs> this week, I you know, I wish we had like a live studio audience so that after I said this, we, there would be applause, but there won't be. It'd be like, woo! This week, we finished Emma. Dang, you're going to make me take my shirt off. <sighs> woo, woo. So, um, it's it's taken us a long... It's taken us a long... A longer than it took us with Pride and Prejudice. But we don't need to dwell on that. It's Did not it? important. Yes. Oh, damn. Like, <laughs> this twice is as long. There's a lot of episodes. Yeah, it took us a lot longer. Just, but, I mean... We took a lot longer off over the holiday, and That's true. listen, That's we've true. just been a little more whatever. Um, it's all good, but we made it <laughs> but we happen. We did it. So listen to the whole thing, and then you also will have completed Boom. Emma. Proud of y'all. So uh, for today, we read the last four chapters of Emma, which were chapters 52 through 55. Which I thought were three <laughs> chapters. And I told her, I was like, she's like, yeah, the last chapter is really short. I'm like, what are you talking about? It was shorter, blah, 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 blah. It was like eight. It's, and then yeah. she comes into the kitchen and she's like, I just need to let you know. I have some, and I was like, <laughs> I was break like the breaking news. the news. I was like, I have something I need to tell you. <laughs> There's four chapters. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. And it was like lightning. <laughs> but I have to tell you that you took it really well. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You clearly had, had rested well. It's because you told me there was only two pages in that chapter. <laughs> Right, I was like, technically there's going to be one more, but it's going to be really short. There was actually four pages. Okay, that's because you read it on an e-reader, what? it's different. Yeah, but I, I like, stretched it out. My so book, that, it really is only two shrunk pages. shrunk it, actually, so there would be way more text. Right. Okay. Anyway. I heal you. Um, I heal you. <laughs> so, Consider yourself hoid. So, um, yeah, but I also was like, listen, it's the end of the book. Read the last chapter. Just finish it. Don't stop. Yeah, we're not stopping. So, um, I guess we should dive in. Let's dive. Okay, I want to make sure that we do these chapters justice. Yes, so, ma'am. oh, this is a podcast where we read we read Jane Austen together. Caleb's new to it. Mm-hmm. I love Jane Austen, so we're bonding. Yes. Cool. After ten years of marriage, we're yes. bonding. Yes. Oh yeah, ten and a half. Getting oh, there. Snap. Getting Let's up there. Get it going. Um, he still likes spending time with me. It's I nice. do. That's true. And vice versa. Thanks. So, um, anyway, um, chapter 52, Harriet goes to London to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. Um, this is basically, um, Emma's grand plan to get Harriet just out of the way because it's too depressing to think about talking to her about this whole thing. And one of her teeth was a miss. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah. A tooth was a miss. That's hilarious. Yeah. I thought that meant something else. Nope. Just... 
But then I realized it's it not a does euphemism. Not mean that anything else, it just right. She got a jacked up too. Yeah, exactly. And you have to imagine that probably is pretty serious in those days. That's true. Not only would it, you know, could it like lead to infection, but they probably deal with like basic aches and pains and jacked up teeth like a champion. So yeah, if, if something needs to go to the dentist, it's probably pretty bad. Yeah, it's serious. <laughs> so now that Harriet is, um, she's gone to visit. Emma's sister, Isabella, yes. and her brother-in-law, Mr. John Knightley. Um, Juan. Exactly. And then she'll be, you know, distracted in London and, you know, it'll be good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Emma, more importantly, can enjoy Mr. Knightley's visits. For real. Like, she means that she can be a little bit more intimate without worrying that um, Harriet will find out. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, they can have more alone time together and all that good stuff. She can touch his butt. <laughs> definitely not happening oh yeah that possibly a pinky maybe um so wait never mind okay a pinky in the butt is that what you're saying no <laughs> she could possibly touch a pinky <laughs> should have said that talking about a butt and then you're like no 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 thank possibly you. a pinky thank you for your 12 year old brain that you know, made me clarify it's at that. least 14 okay sorry yeah sorry forgive me everyone just let's move on. So um, so now she, you know, is trying to figure out when she's going to tell her father about the engagement. And she decides that she's going to tell him after Mrs. Weston has her baby. Yep. Because the, the worry, and again, during this time, you know, giving birth is like, an incre- and pregnancy is yes. incredibly dangerous. Anything could happen. And we know how Mr. Woodhouse is about rain. God forbid it's moist in the room. Right. And there's a lot of moisture when it comes to giving birth. Ew. <laughs> so he he will not be able to handle it. I don't even it. want to drink my tea anymore. <laughs> so Emma's like, let's just let's just not, you know, he's already too worked up. Yes. So that's that that's the plan, basically. So um in the meantime, she decides to go visit Jane Fairfax. Mm-hmm. And so she goes over to um the Bateses and she is met by Jane, which already is a huge difference from before. Yes. Because she went last time over to the bases to see Jane. And she ran away. And she saw everybody but Jane. Yep. Um, so so we can already, you know, sense that there's a change here. And um, but the real bummer about this visit is that Mrs. Elton is there. And With she is in self. fine form. Oh my um, gosh, can't stand this lady. But I should say before, you know, um, Jane and Emma have a nice, like, greeting when mm-hmm. they first get there, but then they're not really able to talk because yes. a lot of other people are around. Yep. And so, you know what? I, I feel like Jane Austen wrote her well because she gets on my damn nerves, and I know that she's supposed to. Mrs. Elton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I am really excited to watch the movie with you because I really like the lady that plays Mrs. Elton. I'm, I'm excited to, yeah, to experience this with you. So, um... Uh, Mrs. Elton is sitting there like on her high horse like a what is it a cat with a canary because she I think that's the expression that's appropriate I don't here. know that expression um, like basically she's um, she thinks that she's the only one that knows about Jane Fairfax's secret uh, oh yeah, yeah you could tell that definitely yeah. when you were reading it it's like, yeah. oh come on man she's very like smug about it like hmm 
and like whispering to Jane. I know something you don't yeah, know. that's exactly. Except everybody in the damn town knows. <laughs> yeah, <I> know. <laughs> that's the one thing Mrs. Elton doesn't know is that everybody else knows. Even the person that sold them the white gloves, even the kids that brought the broth. <laughs> All of that. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> that little way. kid. I was like, oh, yeah, bro. The ghost child. The ghost child with the soup <laughs> that my sister loves so much. Uh, ooh, we're having soup today. We are. Mm, bro. Okay. <laughs> with a capital. F- All right. So, um, so that, you know, there's just this like, and the other thing is that Emma also sort of has like her own secret. Yes. Because she is secretly engaged now. That's right. Right? And that's a real secret. Yeah. Right, exactly. As we find yeah, out, nobody the way, knows oh, yet. Man. Just keep going. Yeah, I want to stop you. I'm sorry. So, um, so they're you know just kind of like having their regular conversations. Mrs. Fair, uh, Mrs. Elton is mentioning how to Jane how the lady that she was going to be a governess for understands. Um, you know, it's okay that you're no longer going to be um, a governess or or whatever. And so they just you know have like some conversations. Um, that don't really, you know, they're whatever. But um, then they're talking about how Mr. Elton had gone to visit Mr. Knightley. Mm-hmm. And, or they were going, they had like a meeting together. He was supposed to meet him at some point. Right. And Emma was like, are you sure? I thought I that thought meeting tomorrow. is tomorrow. Yeah. And Mrs. Elton's like, oh, I Trust think me. I would know. Like, I don't get shit wrong. Where my husband is going. <laughs> um, so, so um, again, very smug. And then, missed, let me make sure I'm not, um, oh, there's this, this part where Mrs. Elton is, of course, going crazy and doting all over um, Jane and mm. says, um, Jane, what a perfect character you and I should make if we should, if we could be shaken together. Did you pick up on this? My like if we sounds like a terrible if our cocktail. two personalities could be shaken together, my liveliness and your solidity would produce perfection. <laughs> <laughs> she's so yeah, annoying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's it's good though. It's well written. Yeah, it's funny. So, um, Mr. Elton then shows up, and Emma kept saying like, "It's really hot today. Are you sure he went out there? Because it's a terrible day for a walk." So Mr. Elton shows up, and he's like all sweaty and exhausted and irritated, <laughs> yeah. and like not in in fine form. And I was thinking, probably really stinky. Oh, he had to be. I mean, they're not wearing it's deodorant. like an old shoe. Yeah, um, and he's irritated because he went to Donwell Abbey to see mr knightley and he wasn't there and he had told him he was going to be there and there was no apparently. note no, nobody no. knew where he was at not even the help exactly um and emma was like um you know she didn't know whatever but um it does turn out that the meeting they were talking about is tomorrow yes so she was right about that but he was just going over to visit right, mr knightley right, right. And he wasn't there, so he was really irritated. Um, and then Emma realizes that probably the reason he wasn't there is because he went, Mr. Knightley went over to her house. To talk to her dad. Or to her. Ah. Uh, so she's like. I need to get home. I gotta go. My yep. boyfriend's over. <laughs> where, where did, do we miss this? Where Mrs. Elton is talking about how uh, Mr. Elton and Mr. Knightley are the best of friends? Um, No, it's right. Okay. It's before. You're right. It was before that. Um, he says, Mr. E, she says, Mr. E this is, is Knightley's right hand. And Emma, you could tell she's just like, ha ha. 
Emma would not have smiled for the world and only said, is Mr. Elton gone on foot to Donwell? He will have a hot walk. So she's just like, like she wants to laugh, but she knows she She can't. Um, Open that can of worms, man. Yeah. But it's that whole, like, this lady is delusional. She's off her rocker. Yeah. Delusional is the best word to describe her. So, um... Emma's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go. So she gets up to leave, and then when she does, Jane Fairfax follows her um, out, and they have this really nice reconciliation moment where um, they both basically apologize to each other. Um, Jane feels really, like, ashamed about the way she has behaved. Because she became a track star in the whole last... uh few chapters yeah a track yeah. star because she ran every time <laughs> emma came around and emma came around yeah. a lot looking for her that's true she says i long to make apologies excuses to urge something for myself i feel it so very due but unfortunately in short if your compassion does not stand my friend and she's like no, no, no. and emma's like stop 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 you owe me no apologies um you know and emma basically ends up saying let us forgive each other at once and so they kind of and yeah you know that Credits way and it's very end of the book. yeah it's re- no no there's more you wish okay um so yeah it's a nice nice moment they you know it's kind of um it's kind of like this was a friendship that really could have been yeah you know um so then um is this still in the show oh just sort of like the um the logistics of when they're going to get married. She's like, I'm going to have to go back to the Campbells for a little while. And then, you know, we'll get married after a few months. And because there has to be a mourning period for Mrs. Churchill and all this sure, stuff. And sure, so sure. they leave on really good terms. Okay. <laughs> Chapter 53. Cool. Chapter 53. The baby has been born. Mrs. Weston is good. And it's a girl. So things can move on. Yes. Move forward. Right. So um, it's a girl, which is cute. And it's like a nice moment where, um, you know, they talk about how she was so good with Emma as a young girl. Yeah. And um, Mr. Knightley says she will indulge her even more than she did you. Um, And Emma says, poor child, at that rate, what will become of her? Um. And so Mr. Knightley and Emma have this, like, conversation about, like, basically Emma's character and how they have known each other forever and he's loved her for a really long time. Since she was 13. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much older he is I than know, her. And that, I'd like to think it's not too yeah. much older. Right. Well, especially the whole thing with you've always called me Mr. Knightley. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, and then so they have a conversation about how basically she's not comfortable calling him anything but Mr. Knightley. Which is fine, I guess. It's it. There's definitely in this book. There's still this like. I mean, obviously the patriarchy is alive and well. Right, 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 right. Um, and there is something kind of gross about as wonderful as Knightley is. There is something gross about the fact that he is kind of like this authority figure over her. Um, he's been kind of like a kind of like a bigger brother which we know is not really the case but whatever um you know he has like sort of like put her in her place in a way she said she enjoyed that it kind of helped mold her and shape her into right she is yeah and she does value him that way yeah and she says you know she knows that knightley will also do the same um to their niece 
Um, and but she does say something funny. She's like, "But I hope you don't fall in love with her at 13. Which I was like, Ugh. "I know." I was like, "Please don't." Why did you say that? It wasn't funny, haha. No, it wasn't funny. No, and there is definitely something about how, like, I don't know. It's weird. The whole like name, like she, yeah. They basically, she says that. She'll only call him George, which is his first name, like, at their wedding. On the wedding day. Once in the chapel. Yeah. Like, that's it. And then, other than that, he's Mr. Knightley. It's okay. You know, it's, it's it fine. Is. It, like, it's because it's, it, they make it seem like it's, she made it into a pet name for him. Right. That's exactly. That's kind of the attitude yes. that it's, that, and he receives it in that way. Like, not in an, an authoritative way, but just like, this is where I'm at. Even though he always has been in more of that kind of role. Yeah, and there is something where um, he he says at some point, I'm not sure if it's here or another place, but, I mean, one of the things that I think that helps balance this out and make it less gross is that the thing about Mr. Knightley is that even though he is that authority figure or has been, he, he also, like, listens to Emma and considers her opinion and is open to changing himself that's true as well it's not just sort of like my way or the highway he is um you know like a yeah willing to change and grow himself and they kind of prove that even more so in the conversation they have a little bit later on where she's kind of teasing him it's like are you sure that you this information you're giving me is correct yes right um so then, of course, Emma has this moment where she's thinking still about Harriet and not, you know, being able to speak to Mr. Knightley about her um, is still kind of bumming her out. Um, that kind of is still sort of coming up. But um, as they're hanging out, Mr. Knightley tells Emma, I almost called her Jane, tells Emma <sighs> that um, she, he got the con- uh, congratulations letter from his brother. Yes. And... What he lets Emma read it and like clear she's like well clearly he thinks that like I'm the lucky one in this scenario <laughs> like and um he's a brother so yeah and she doesn't take offense to it like right. Mr. Knightley's kind of like I hope you don't like you know hate this so much and she's like no like I think he's right you know it makes sense that he feels that way it's nice that he looks upon his brother in that in that sense yeah yeah and he doesn't um. He's not surprised, which they both are surprised about, I think. Okay. Um, but he's not surprised that they're t- getting together. It seems, like, pretty obvious to him, I guess. And Emma is kind of like, no, he feels the way that my father is going to feel when he finds out. That basically, right. like, you know, that's all well and good, but, you know, he's... Mr. Knightley is He's the better up. one, and yeah, exactly. And she's the better one, depending on who you're talking to. Right. So, um... Look, there's so much here, you don't even know where to start. I know, I'm like, And okay. to me, I'm like, there ain't shit else to yeah, talk about. Yeah, nothing else happened. I've got, like... I can think about yeah, two I more have, things. I, I'm only here, and I've got all this. Don't let it weigh you down. Okay, so... <laughs> So then, if I really want to do it justice, so then... Well, I mean, read the book, people. If you feel like we're not doing it enough justice, <laughs> then go to your local library, support it. If you don't have a card, what's your damn problem? Take care of it. Get a library card. You don't even got to buy it. If you don't want to leave your house, you got a reader. Well, go ahead and turn on the thing and buy it. Purchase it. And it'll be directly downloaded to your screen. Okay? 
this has been a library PCA, PSA. And I think <laughs> this is like the end of like National Library Workers Week. See? So it worked out well. That goes out to our people, our but, librarians. I know. If any of you guys all listen you guys, to this, I know, oh my gosh. much love to y'all. So many librarian friends. We do what we do because what so you do. We're so lucky. Books, reading, <laughs> eyeballs, brains. They're all those things work together to to <laughs> bring about reading to the good of those. Let's stop. Okay, let me stop. So then, big moment. They tell Mister Woodhouse, and he is not happy about it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. This surprised in the beginning, me. Um, yeah. but he was. Um, is this okay? Now I need to like make sure I'm reading the part. Um, but he does kind of, he does come around to it. Um, it takes a little bit. Yes. But once. Which is kind of annoying. Yeah. It was at first a considerable shock to him and he tried earnestly to dissuade her from it. (laughs) But when she tells him that he's not going from Hartfield or she's not going from Hartfield, that makes a big difference. Like he says like, no, you can't like, you can't look at what happened to Isabella and Miss Taylor. They both got married and they're not here anymore. Like that's awful. It's kind of sad. It's sad, but also he's a grown man. He he should put his big boy pants on. And he's supposed to be smart enough. Like he's not supposed to be this guy who's dense. Yeah. I mean, he is kind of weird with his fears and his anxieties for things. Right. So I take, you know, it makes sense that he would kind of be a little anxious, Mm -hmm. but if not Mr. Knightley, who the hell else? Exactly. Yeah. And just because Emma said she would never marry anybody when she was younger, even yeah. this year, doesn't, like, you want her to be alone for the rest of her life? So she's supposed to just be with you until you die, and then she has no other prospects. Right. And the person that she actually loves and loves her, that you have kind of had around, like a second son. Yeah. Or a first son, because he never even yeah. had a son. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro. I know. He moves on, and then she just kind of lives in her house with all that money. Right. Great. What a wonderful life you've given her. Mm-hmm. And your name, well, I guess it doesn't die there because he has a granddaughter yeah. to continue he in has some gr- sense. He has grandsons, Grandsons, too. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so so he does, he comes around a little bit more and then, um, then it's like basically the worst was overcome. The idea was given time and continual repetition must do the rest is basically what it comes down to. Like, he's just going to have to... Time is basically going to have to heal this guy's yes. whatever. Yeah. So he's going to have to get used to the idea right. of it, and they both know that that he will. Yes. So then the news starts to spread. Um, the um, the Westons are told about it. Um, they're thrilled, and um, Mrs. Weston, who was Emma's former governess, is like. This was like this is like so obvious. I can't believe I didn't think of this. Right, and which I think is funny because it's like you can see maybe that's where Emma got it a little bit that's from Miss Taylor. You yeah, know, that's true. a little it's bug a good in point. her ear. Um, so they're thrilled, obviously, and then basically from there everybody finds out. So everybody's you know impressed and happy with. Oh, so we know who the people were who were telling all of the other business about. Probably. I mean, Mr. Weston, you know, is Frank Churchill's dad. And he yeah. told Harriet, like, when she was right outside the door. So, yeah. But but 
the way that it's described is like Emma and Mr. Knightley knew they did that in, yeah, on yeah, purpose. Yeah. No, no, no. I know. But then it just, yeah. you, you know who the gossips are. Yes, exactly. Besides Mrs. Elton, she has to be one of the main gossips. So Right. And so everybody finds out. Everybody's pretty happy except for the Eltons. Of course. Mrs. Elton is like, poor Knightley, poor fellow. Sad business for him. We'll never see them again. Yes. She'll be a, such a cold bucket of water on whatever, you know, mm-hmm. some ridiculous Thro- Yeah, uh, there would be a Mrs. Knightley to throw cold water on everything. Basically, when they go to Donwell now, like, she's not just going to be able to, like, Mr. Knightley, is this party for me? Now yeah. there's going to be a lady of the house. Man, she should have a cold bucket of water thrown at her. <laughs> not even dumped at her, just tossed at her. All right, big news in Chapter 54. Yep. Mr. Knightley comes over, big surprise, and time has passed. That's literally the first thing that the chapter yes. starts. Time passed on. So um, the the family from London, uh, you know, Emma's sister and family, they're going to be coming. And in the meantime, Mr. Knightley comes over and brings Emma the news that Harriet and Mr. Martin are engaged. What, 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 what? I mean... I wasn't sure what he was going to say at this point. Mm-hmm. I thought, I was like, man, I know there's only a few pages left, really, in right. the book. Yeah. But is he going to say, because this happened, we're going to have to hold off again? And I, oh. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then that comes on. Then I started to kind of be like, oh, yeah, because I started to remember the movie Clueless. Mm-hmm. So I figured before he said that, I was like, right there. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when he tells her, Emma does not believe it at right. first. She's like, no, no, no. She's quiet. We, Harry, Harriet, Robert Martin, you know, so it's just totally like, no. Because he thought she was going to be disappointed because she was the one who got in the way in the first yeah, place. Yeah, exactly. Um, but she doesn't believe it because last she knew, Harriet was in love with Mr. Knightley. Yes. So, um, turns out that, and I think that Mr. Knightley maybe played a part. I don't know if he did this intentionally, but he sent... Mr. Mart- Robert Martin to London with some of his own, with some of Mr. Knightley's papers his letters and stuff that he needed yeah. to his brother, like to where Harriet was staying. Right. Like, doesn't that seem like maybe he did that on purpose, or maybe it, am I just like matchmaking in like matchmaking? Brain? Maybe. Either yeah. way, he had the part to play in it. Right. He meant to or not. And so Robert Martin basically meets up with Harriet again. They spend time together, and he proposes. So, um. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty it good stuff. So, um good we are team Robert Martin. Um and Mr. Knightley says that I must say that Robert Martin's heart seemed for him and to me very overflowing. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, every there's no doubt that he is in love with her and, and was always in love with her. Exactly. Um and because of this Emma is like, "Oh my god, like I had my dad to worry about. I had Harriet to worry about. And now they're both All fine. these boxes are getting checked off. Yeah. And so now I can be, she says that she was almost too happy for security. Nope. <laughs> Basically, like all of her worries are going away, which and is then, nice. Okay. And then she touches his butt. And then she touches his butt and credits roll. That's it. Um, you hear, just kidding. That's not the end. So. Um, well, and this is this is a moment, this is maybe what I was thinking of, where he says, you are materially changed since we talked on the subject before. And she says, I hope so, for at that time I was a fool. She grew. 
And then he says, and I am changed also. Yeah. For I am now very willing to grant you all Harriet's good qualities, which I think is what you pointed out to me before. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, the two of them are both kind of like, you know, they listen to each other and they change based on all of that, which I think is nice. That's awesome. So her her mind is in a state of flutter and wonder um, as all this is going on. And... Um, then I don't think we learn anything more at this point. And then um, Emma and her dad go over to Randall's, which is where the Westons live. Mm, the pancake house? For a visit. Is mm. Westons a pancake house? Randall's. Oh, Randall. <laughs> right. For the, my family members who are yes. listening to this right now. Mm, <laughs> Shout Randall's. out to Randall Pancake House. Let me get one of the pancakes. <laughs> That's good. Oh, let me get a yeah, yeah skillet. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That was good. That was really good. All that. Tzatziki sauce. I know. I mean, bury me in tzatziki. I'm not even Greek, but hey, tikaniskala, how you doing? Eh? Please. Okay. So, um, while they're at Randall's, this is just sort of like a, a basic house call visit. Um, Frank Churchill and Jane Fairfax show up. So that, and of course, they're just popping over because it's family. So they have a nice conversation. Um. Frank Churchill and Emma, this is the first time they've seen each other since she's read his letter. And this is that whole thing. Um, So, and it's basically like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I was such an ass. And he, she's like, yeah, it's okay. I was kind of an ass too. Um, And he's like, thanks for, you know, forgiving me, you know, from your letter. I hope that's still good. And she's like, yeah, it's all good. Because Emma is like so happy that like he can't hurt her. Right. You know, and she's just, she can't be bothered. Yeah. By him. It's true. Um, so, but she does seem like genuinely happy. Like she seems to really have come around to Jane Fairfax and it's all good. Yes. And, but, but you do kind of see that Frank Churchill is still Frank Churchill. I didn't, I told you this earlier. I did not want to hear from him again. Yeah. We closed that book a few chapters ago. No, we did not. Um, you yeah. thought we did. Um, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I do. I really he, do. He, um, you know, he brings up the whole thing about Mr. Dixon to Emma, um, basically saying like, um, you know, what did you, you know, remember, remember how we used to talk about that? And she's like, Oh my God, like I can't, it's, I'm so ashamed or whatever. And he's like, yeah. But then like at the same time, he's like trying to catch Jane's eye and kind of like tease her the way he used to. So you can just see that's just like, that's just like how he is. Um, but he's fresh. He's so fresh. Um, and, but they're both, mostly they're both kind of like, we're all good. And like, weren't we silly? Just a couple of dummies back then. Um, but I think that he, um, such an, oh, he brings up, remember the part where like he had heard a rumor from Jane Fairfax and then he brings it up accidentally to Mrs. Weston. And she's like, how did you know that? That's supposed to be a secret. Miss Bates right. is like, nobody knows that. Yeah, yeah. And he's Vaguely. like, oh, it must Vaguely. have been a dream of mine. Yes. So he brings that up again. He's like, remember that dream? Because they bring up Perry. He's like, remember that dream of mine? And Jane is just like, shut just up. Just go away. Can we move past yeah. this great shame of mine? Um, so he's just an ass. But whatever. So, and Emma, and we end the chapter with Emma being like, that's all fine and good for Frank Churchill and Jane Fairfax to be happy, but my man, He's Mr. Knightley, far superior, far superior. So, 
That's always a nice feeling, I guess. Um, <clears throat> last chapter. Last chapter. Four okay. pages. So. Don't say two. Let me see. That's two in your book. is true. <laughs> so, um, Harriet is thrilled. Okay, chapter 55. Harriet is thrilled about Robert Martin. Yes. Um, she, so, she's come back, obviously. She feels really silly about the way she had felt about Mr. Knightley. Um, and so she and Emma kind of have this, you know, reconciliation moment, I guess, in a way as well. Um, you don't actually like see Harriet find out about the engagement, yeah. right? Like, right, right. Yeah, I guess she just heard it with everybody else or something. At this I don't point, know. who cares, man? Yeah, exactly. Um, we do hear about Harriet's parentage. Did you notice this? So we find out who her father was, basically. I don't know. I was kind of, at this point, zoning out a bit. Yeah. Because I don't... I don't want to be disrespectful, but I don't care. <laughs> okay, well, for those of you that do care, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> and I'm so sorry to um, say that to you and to our listeners, but... <sighs> Just finish the book. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we find out who Harriet's father was, which was a tradesman. So that means that she's not like the daughter of a gentleman. So it turns out that she not, would not have been a suitable match for even Mr. Elton or Frank Churchill or definitely not Mr. Knightley. So this is definitely like the snobbery, social, whatever of the times. This is their way of saying head. everybody got what they were supposed to get. Right. Which is so messed up. It is messed up, yeah. Like, what's so bad about Mr. Martin? And what's so bad right. about Harriet? Right, no, and, and that's the thing. It's like, it's supposed to be this, like, happy, perfect ending because they are. It turns Nobody out they got are more perfect more than for what they were other. supposed to get. Right, exactly. Because if she had married somebody else, somebody higher, that would have been really embarrassing. Um, it's messed up. And she and Emma can't, like, they, I mean, it's basically, like, stated that she and emma can't be be best friends anymore yeah which so stupid yeah and that's i mean emma could like break with all of that you know those rules they could do whatever they want exactly what is the point but she is like no no i guess you know aren't they the richest people in the town Mm -hmm. so then who could say anything right about them yeah it's very miss elton i think it's just very deeply ingrained and yeah i know it's gross so stupid yeah which you know what if that's how emma thinks then harriet's better off right yeah they should just be out of each other's lives anyways because all when you when you look back at it look back at it look back at it when you look back at it you don't Mm -hmm. know what that is it's probably better that way anyways um when when you when you look at at it you kind of look back I'm not going to sing the song again. Um, it just, what did Emma ever do for Harriet except dangle the, a carrot right. of something that was what she felt was greater than her mm-hmm. that you could have this if you do these things right. and blah, 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 blah. And then, like, she could have just been with Mr. Martin a long time ago. Right. How did she enrich her life? By giving her a great friendship? No, because at the end of the book, we find out that that's not friendship at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we see that Emma has grown in certain ways, but I take, I don't want to, I don't know. Part of me is like, I want to take back what I said about her being a good friend. Right. Because, no, it, it's it's like still falls underneath these, these stupid rules that yeah. aren't even really, they're written down somewhere probably. Yeah. It's knows? bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what a waste of everyone's time. Yeah. 
this whole time, she could have been focused on just living her life, Emma, and probably just hooked up with Mr. Knightley and not have had to worry about anybody else. But I guess it is a small town, so whoever's there is somehow thrown in your life. Right. But she had to be matchmaker and take it upon herself because she mm-hmm. thought she knew so much better. Right. So what, a, I don't know. Like, yeah. what, what did she do for Harriet? Yeah. Pass the time? Yeah. Companions for a little while, I guess. Yeah. It's weird, man. Like, what if Mr. Martin never got over that heartache? Right. Of what she made Harriet yeah. do? Yeah, she would just, she'd probably go on to be a governess. And then if at she the could, end, I don't know if she so messed up. And then at the end, to be like, no, she ended up with who she was supposed to because her dad was a merchant. Mm-hmm. That's some bullshit. Yeah, it totally is. What I will say is that I don't think Terrible. that even though Emma is being gross with this whole not being social equals thing, mm-hmm. I will say that I don't think that her growth as a character through the book is like no longer interesting or a positive thing. Okay. So maybe I'm taking it a little bit too far. Well, I don't know because I think it's also really disappointing by the end. Yeah. Again, maybe this is our, like, well, I'm sure it is largely our modern takes on this book, like the social strata and all the nonsense that is like a big part of what these books are based on is hard for us to get behind (laughs) in general. You yeah, know, no, no, I hear you. and there's a lot of this stuff going on throughout the whole thing. And you hope as the book is going on that all this stuff that started off really like, you know, Emma was a snob and, you know, everybody was living in their lane. You know, by the end, it's like, oh, we can all come together maybe and, yeah. you know, marry and, and be happy and everything maybe will be better. And it's just not. It's still the same world, which is disappointing. Um, sure. Same world, but people, I guess, are happy. Yeah. But it but it is that, like, they're happy in their, you know, um, where they've been told to be. I see. And, yeah. um, and it is disappointing, I think for Emma as a character because we have seen her grow so much and I would have liked to see that her just be like, you know, Harriet, we're, you know, I love you as a friend and even though you are the daughter of a tradesman, we can still be friends. Let's still hang out because I've really enjoyed getting to know you. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it just doesn't happen. Well, to me, it just seems so interesting that she would think Martin below Harriet. Yeah. Think these other people that, yes, they are a bit above her but it's okay, we'll make it work. And then not be able to do the same thing with their friendship. Right. It's, it's kind of, it's interesting, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, no, I don't, I, I find it to be a little bit of like a bucket of cold water at the end of yeah. like, oh, okay, so this is still <laughs> a thing. Yes. Yeah. So, anyway, we, we'll, we'll press on. Let's go. Okay. Press it. So, um, I will just say that Emma does get to meet Robert Martin and really likes him. So, that's that. Um, and then, you know, they just kind of are both planning their weddings and they just don't see each other much anymore. But we know really why. Um, yes. So, <laughs> so then we have, um, we're like, we're literally like a page and a half away from the book being over. So, bear with us. Um <laughs> The month of September, Harriet and Robert Martin get married, and Emma and everybody is there, and um, it's, you know, all very lovely. And, of course, Mr. Elton is the clergyman, which is weird. It's hilarious. And then Jane Fairfax and um, Frank Churchill are going to be married in November. 
Um, so Emma and Mr. Knightley want to get married in October, which is the month right in between them. Um, so they bring it up to Mr. Woodhouse, and he's like, what? Mm-mm. October? You crazy? Like, like, he clearly was like, hopefully, like, two years from now they'll get married. <laughs> you know? That's a wet, cold month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the dampness. <laughs> um, so... So he's really and and Emma like thinks that it's hopeless. Like she's not going to be able to get married un, until her dad is no longer with them because it's, he's just too upset and she can't she can't bear it. She doesn't seem too bothered by it. She's like almost expecting it and she's like, "Okay, we'll just have to work around this." Yeah, he was so miserable that they were almost hopeless. Um Okay, so they, I missed that. When like when it's first brought up. Yeah. But then it does, you know, I think you're right though. Like she has i think suspected this the whole time and um but then then what um mrs weston's poultry house gets robbed okay and i imagine like a massacre of chickens and um my secret theory you tell me please right um is that mr knightley hired some robbers to um totally like rampage the poultry houses in highbury okay i did not think that (laughs) and your theory is so much better than mine which is he had motive yeah he had the means and they even mentioned that you know he would normally have been there to protect him like that's what's going on mr knightley's normally around yeah but he was out of town at that point yeah with some chickens (laughs) right exactly with some chicken robbers man yeah that's a good theory i know so uh this is this is uh just my theorizing obviously it's not on the page but so mr woodhouse is so like in a tizzy that a lot of the, the poultry houses in town are getting robbed yeah. that he thinks that it's too dangerous for mr knightley to be alone <laughs> he needs that's to come funny. to highbury because this is like the only safe place yeah. so okay you can get married <laughs> Hey, man, if that's what he did, I guess it's pretty harmless. Right. It's all worked out, but, yeah, man, I'm glad you picked up on that. I mean, if that's what happened, he is one crafty bastard. <laughs> um, so it is on. They're yeah. getting married. Um, so they get married. That's actually good stuff. Yeah. Right. And it's. I think it's actually hilarious. Like, even, let's let's take that off the table. Mr. Knightley did not. You know, but but it's a funny way for Emma and Mr. Knightley to get married. That's so true. You know, Mr. Woodhouse is like, oh, honey, no, I can't let you go. And so Jane Austen's idea is to make, you know, and like that, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it is. It's very funny. So um, so they get married and it's lovely. Um, of course, Mrs. Elton is a total sourpuss about it and no surprise there yeah uh just very you know very little white satin very few lace veils um (laughs) but all of the true friends as they're called here the small band of true friends who witnessed the ceremony were fully answered in the perfect happiness of the union and that's how it ends nice so it's nice we did it so there we got the wedding we got three weddings well kind of we saw two kind of and then the, the other one is coming in the sequel i was thinking three weddings and a funeral but that movie's four weddings and a funeral it right? is because we yeah. did pretty much get a funeral because his, his uh, mother-in-law or aunt died well and Churchill's aunt. the eltons got married four weddings and a funeral so emma is four weddings and a funeral wow i thought clueless was based on this but it turns out that is. now we know yeah 
crank there to the crank. you go. So that's it. Thank you, Jane Austen, for another Austen. glorious installment of your novels. Thank you, Jane. I appreciate yeah. you very much. So what do you think? Are we going to continue to do this or do we not just know? How do you feel? Um, I think that we are going to take a break because yeah. the spring and summer, you know, tend to be almost impossible it's for crazy. us. Yeah, to, to do this on a regular basis. But um, I don't know. I think we'll probably come back. But um, I think that the stars will align and we'll decide what we're gonna do i mean does it have to be jane austen i mean i don't know at this point i'm, I'm thinking maybe a break from the austin stuff. yeah okay um, we need to we'll see but I like then, the way does you that put change that. the podcast i like the way you put that a break a break i'm not saying yeah. you know no more yeah. or anything like that because i'm a glutton for punishment yeah <laughs> but i think everybody who's been with us um and this journey knows how how much i really enjoy pride and prejudice um i actually have a lot of love for that book yeah that story which is Which, surprising to both of us and my father-in-law and yeah. probably a lot of other people. It's very gratifying to me, I have good. to say, because it just makes me think back on Pride and Prejudice and how good it really is. And it makes me happy that you really love it. So that's a win it's for nice. you, right? It's a big win for me. And yeah. it's also a win for me. Like, okay, obviously I did not love Emma. Right. Um, I don't think that it's the worst book or anything like that. Right. I, I, don't, I probably won't. No, I won't read it again. <laughs> that's fair. But it's... I love the fact that we are doing this, that we did this. I read this book. I'm two novels in to Jane's catalog. Mm -hmm. And she's only written six novels. Like, so you're almost halfway me. through the entire thing. Plus, just the fact that like I'm reading more. This right. podcast has been really good to me, I think. Um, kind of to get us in the room to talk about something that's been in our lives for 10 years of marriage. Mm -hmm. Um, and even longer than that with our dating. Mm -hmm. And then for me to have a, a different or better perspective on it, it's really cool. And I feel like I've accomplished something. Yeah. And us together, really. Right, absolutely. Yeah, so it's, thank you. it's been really fun. Thank you for so doing this look with at me. that Jane bringing us together. Uh, or closer together, I should say. Jane bringing couples together for 300 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have to do one more episode, don't we? A oh, quick yeah. One. Yeah, we're going to watch the um, Gwyneth Paltrow version of Emma. Um, cause that's the one that I have in mind the whole time that I'm seeing the characters and I really want Caleb to, to see them. Plus I heard that the, um, the miniseries, Becky Joyce said the miniseries, I've never seen it. it okay. That came out a few years ago was not that good. Well, that's enough for me. Yeah. And we don't need a miniseries. We, no. we just want to watch the movie. And we can watch so. that and Clueless. Cause yeah. I really am interested in watching yeah. Clueless at this point as, yeah. uh, as well. That'll and be a fun movie We'll night. do a little bit of commentary and uh, maybe yeah. there'll be some other fun pieces in it. Cool. Um, if anybody wants to send us audio or whatever, maybe it'll make it into the podcast. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Cool. But uh, what, can, should we tell people at this point where to like and subscribe? I mean, and, yeah. I mean, it's all it's all in the thing. But um, meet meeting Jane Podcast at gmail dot com. Meet Jane Podcast on Twitter. Um, We're on SoundCloud, SoundCloud and the Meeting Jane Podcast, mm -hmm. iTunes, and Apple I, Apple Podcast. Oh yeah, that's right, Apple Podcast. Yeah, Excuse same me. thing, but yeah, same thing. So yeah, thank you so much for listening with us, everyone. This has been fun. It has been, and we will see you again to talk about the movie adaptations, and then we'll go from there. All right, everybody. All right, we don't have anything to clink. You want to give me a kiss? High five again? High five? That's where our relationship is Well, to. Well, we're too far away to <laughs> That's kiss. That's true. It's like, ah.
Hand kiss. You make the noise. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, everybody.